are listening to Creatrix Culture. I am your host, Sarah Wolf, and I wanted to jump on here quick and share with you all a really big teaching that came in this weekend. And it's been a really crazy little stint of time. So to rewind real quick, um, a little over a week ago, my intuition came on really strong that I was meant to do a juice cleanse, just a five-day juice cleanse. So I went to this store in Hollywood and got my package for five days of juice. And basically, you drink a mixture of raw sugar cane, lemon, ginger, and cayenne uh, every day, all day long for five days. Partial the way through, my intuition came back and was like, hey, kick it up to seven. So I went and got two more of the juice mixture and kicked it up to seven. My last day was uh, this past Thursday, and I believe that was February 1st or January 31st, whatever that date was. I don't know off the top of my head right now. So anyway... That was supposed to be my last day. Well, that day, I get hit with a really nasty hormonal migraine that doesn't come around very often, but when it do, it lays me out because I get super nauseous and I can't see straight and I go into this like dark tunnel. So I'm coming out of the juice cleanse. I'm going into the dark tunnel. I miss an entire day of getting work done. I can't even take my dog out for a walk because I can't even stand up straight because I'm going to throw up if I do. And I was like, okay, this is a really interesting way to end a juice cleanse, which it actually had me see, being that it's hormonal, um, I got some clarity in how I need to prepare my body even further uh, in the different times of the month to prevent this even more from happening. So my normal prevention wasn't working, clearly, because I was laid out. So then... I'm like, okay, I've moved through that. I have to cancel some meetings, this and that. Um, Friday morning, I wake up and my computer's broken out of nowhere. It was working well the night before. Now it's broken. And that just kind of spins me out. And I'm instantly like, I need a new computer, but I'm not in a position to buy a new computer right at this exact moment. But what's even more ironic about that is two nights prior, I had just started looking at laptops of which one I was going to manifest and everything I need that for all that I do and that it's the perfect laptop. And so I started shopping online and I went as far as like making a mini vision board of printing out the laptop I want, printing out the new phone that I want, and um, something else that I'm manifesting in my life. So I put it all into a little mini vision board, printed it out, pasted it around my house, and then now my computer's broken. So I'm so spun out at the moment, and to be honest, I'm really hungry coming out of the juice cleanse, and, uh, and I'm PMSing, so my brain's just like, this is just, you know, all, it's, it's all out of sorts. So... And on Friday, later that day, I'm supposed to have lunch with my best friend for her birthday. So I can't even do the work in the morning. I have like five auditions due. I'm unable to do them. Luckily, the way our phones work these days, I was able to do them good enough to get them in on my deadline before I left for lunch. So 
like I'm, I'm not even because I'm like so in it, right? I'm not even seeing solutions besides that I need to buy a computer that right now is not in the cards at the exact moment. I'm very careful with my speech these days and how I relay things because I don't want to put it out there of lack. We'll just say at the moment, right? So I'm, I'm out of my mind. I leave my house after I do my auditions. I pick up my best friend and we're driving out to Santa Monica for lunch and I completely miss the turn that I need. We're like on Mulholland and I turn back to go back into the valley. And I have zero gas. I realize I left my house without my money, without my driver's license, without everything. And she's like, don't worry, I'll just put gas in your gas tank. Like, now that we're going the wrong way, like, let's just pull over to this gas station. So I pull over to the gas station and I press in the button to open the gas tank and it won't open. And so that's broken. And I don't know how that was broken because it was just working the last time I filled up my gas tank just fine. So we can't get it open. And luckily, what gas station that we went to, there was an actual attendant outside who it's like a full service gas station if you want it to be on one side and then a serve yourself on the other side. And um, he um, he came over because he can see us struggling. And so he starts helping us out to try to get the gas uh door tank door open I'm in the back like I found this thing that I could get into and but I don't know what I'm looking for or how to open it so anyway they they get it she puts a key in he presses the button they get it open so at least we can get gas and continue on our way to lunch so I thought that that was interesting that I needed gas. I made a wrong turn, but I was routed to a place for someone to instantly help. Let's put a pin in that. Let's move on. So then I'm also for one of my jobs trying to figure out how do I get everything I need done done without a computer because parts of it I actually need a real computer for. I can't just use my phone. So I'm calling one of my neighbors. I'm like, can I just access my hard drive right now so I can put some stuff in the cloud so I can pull it off the cloud in that way. And she's like, sure. So I'm doing that. Then on Sunday or no Saturday, sorry, I go and I'm looking for an Apple, like a genius bar, um, appointment. And like, there's no appointments till the next week sometime. I don't have time for this. So I'm like, okay, I, I make like five appointments at like five different Apple stores to like decide which one works the best for my schedule for the next week. Then on Sunday, I call her again. I was like, hey, do you mind if I use your computer for like 20 minutes so I can do some work that I need to get done that I need an actual like laptop desktop for? And she's like, sure. So I do all the work that I needed to do on Sunday. Cut to, I'm getting ready to then, oh, my intuition told me to check the Apple stores again that maybe because it's raining there's some cancellations so I checked the Apple stores again and one that's 20 minutes away actually had an opening for Sunday evening at 4:20, and I was like great regardless that it's raining like crazy here I'm gonna take the 4:20 appointment and drive out there because I need this fixed ASAP so now I'm getting ready to go leave to the Apple store to fix my computer and I walk into my spare bedroom 
and it's leaking from all the rain. I, back in August, had, after our quote-unquote hurricane that we had here, had a really bad leak, sent it to the maintenance, uh, put in an order for them to fix it. They're like, we'll send someone out. They never sent anyone out. I emailed them back in October, and I was like, hey, no one came out. This is a problem. Like, you need to figure it out. They finally sent someone out to look at it, and then they did nothing about it. So then I sent them another email in November, and I was like, hey, um, it's supposed to rain a lot coming up this week. Can you at least put some tarp down since you haven't fixed this issue? Yeah, I'll get right on it. They didn't get right on it. No one came out. So now we're cut to we are in the middle of rainy season here in Los Angeles, and I have a leaky roof in my bedroom, spare bedroom. So, which I use this bedroom for a lot of different things. Um, I then get buckets out and try to catch as much water as I can. I go to my appointment. What's so interesting about this is that the lady that helps me at this appointment is looking to get into voiceover, being that I'm in voiceover. I give her some information that she needs to help her move on her way in a way that I wish someone told had told me in the beginning, but they didn't. So that being said, she was able to fix my computer just enough without me spending any money on it to get it working just enough for me to be able to do the work that I need to do until this computer that I'm manifesting comes into my life. I come home from the Apple store and as I'm driving home, I was really thinking about the interaction that I had with her. And we were even talking about, I was like, at the end of it, I was like, well, clearly I was meant to come to this Apple store at this time to meet you to have this conversation. So I'm really looking at that. If you've heard my past podcasts, you will know that I'm really big into soul contracts. I love the teaching of soul contracts. They make absolute sense to me and have been a really beautiful guide in my spiritual journey of what contracts we have with people, why, where they begin, where they end, the small encounters, the big encounters. I think it's, it's, it really makes the navigation of interpersonal relationships a lot more easy to navigate, especially when they go south. So, yeah, I said to her, I go, clearly I was meant to come to this Apple store at this time to have this conversation with you. And as I was driving back home, about this, about a 20-minute drive in the rain, Spirit came to me and said really loudly, when the fuck are you going to start trusting the process? When are you going to get it that everything is so divinely orchestrated and planned that even when it feels like things are going against you, there is something greater at play? And it can be as small as you have a divine appointment with this lady at this Apple store. So in order for you to go and get this appointment complete and this interaction, your computer needed to break out of nowhere. And you needed to go through all of this to then find the right Apple store to sign up 
to get the appointment to go have this conversation and this interaction with this lady. I was like, wow, I really get that. I really, really, really understand that at this point. And so the turmoil that I was in all day Friday and the fear that I got spun into that I can't do my job and my money's and, you know, my earnings are involved in having this laptop and unable at this exact moment to pull in the laptop that I need or another laptop that works for me to do my work. And that there's this bigger thing at play here, right? So then I come home and the spare room's even more of a disaster than when I left. And I sit down and I decide to write a very strong-armed yet professional yet concise email with just enough emotion but not overly too emotional to the building uh, company that took our building over now like maybe a year and a half ago to the he's like a higher man whatever I don't even know what he is I forwarded him the emails I constructed a very concise and now strong arm demanding email of what the situation is and what I expect them to do. And I said, at this point, um, I know my rights and I listed my rights. And I said, if this isn't fixed within, I didn't give a time frame. I said, if this isn't fixed ASAP, I will take further measure on this issue because I know my rights and mold starts growing within 24 hours after um, in a home after there has been water damage and being that this has now been five months I do care about my health and the health of my dog and I get a call first thing in the morning and now they're sending people over right away and it wasn't right away they came they showed up around 1030 in the morning they go up on the roof. I hear them saying, like, damn, like, it's bad. And they put some plastic over. And after they did that, I swear, the problem got worse. And now they were about to leave my house. And I was like, okay, are you going to put tarps down, plastic down? Like, are you going to help my bedroom? Because it's getting destroyed right now. And I had probably... 20 buckets and bowls and shit in that room uh, laid out, catching as much water, but more spots were constantly forming. The carpets drenched everything. Um, and he was like, oh, oh, yeah, okay. So he grabbed some plastic bags and some moving blankets and does whatever. It's not doing anything. So then I call my boss my boss, my, um, she's not my boss, <laughs> my apartment manager later. And I said, Hey, uh, what the maintenance people did earlier isn't working. Can you, do you have any extra plastic bags or whatever? And she comes over and her and I spent an hour yesterday, uh, constructing a whole tarp situation with, uh, painter's plastic and trying to fix this as much as we can because it's supposed to rain consistently till Thursday. And then I was like sitting with this and I'm like looking back and I'm just like, okay, is this a string of bad luck, right? 
because it's one thing after another in a really short amount of time. And I'm just coming out of a really high vibe juice cleanse that I got so much clarity from it into complete and utter chaos, right? So what's that about? What's, what's that polarity about, okay? And then also like what is happening that all of this like things are just like one thing after another. I mean, and it's like almost embarrassing because I'm constantly having to cancel appointments with people from Thursday, then I rescheduled Saturday, now I'm having to cancel Saturday um, because I don't have a computer, and then maybe Sunday, now I'm canceling Sunday because I'm having a flood and I'm going to the, like all this stuff. I'm like, I swear I'm not this flaky either. So I was really sitting with that of like detaching from any victimhood or woe is me and sitting with like bad luck, right? And what is bad luck and what does bad luck look like? And is this a string of quote unquote bad luck? And I just started laughing because none of it actually feels like bad luck. And I was looking at the interaction that we were meant to have with the attendant at the gas station. And we tipped him $20 after helping us. After we tipped him, he came over to my car and I just, someone had put a like a business card on it. And he started cleaning up my car just on his own accord and talking to us and having that interaction. And I, I was looking at like, what a bigger like meaning it was. It looked small, but there's somewhere in the significance of all of it that it, it felt like it had a bigger meaning and the bigger weavings of life that we were meant to interact with this attendant. Even the migraine that I had the day before was meant to give me more information to help me navigate hormones on my own. So it was like an intuition teaching. To then having my computer break and meeting the Apple store lady and having my interactions with her to then having to push myself to overcome certain limitations. And instead of old me would have just like crumbled and went and laid in bed and healing, healing, cause it's a never ending journey. Me is just like, okay, how can I rise to this, to this occasion? And I might stomp my feet a little bit and throw a little bit of a tantrum, but like, how can I be resourceful and rewire, continue to rewire neural pathways that we are, we are resourceful. We can be resourceful and people are there to help. To also, I decided to look up what is the spiritual symbology of flooding and leaking in your home. And I thought for sure, being the fact that water equals emotions, it was gonna be something like really like, cause I, they say like, you know, even in your, in your dreams, when you have water in your dreams and like chaotic waters mean that your emotions are chaotic and you're not dealing with them or blah, 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 you know, whatever it is, that I thought it was gonna be really bad. 
I've also been saying lately that I feel like I'm starting to outgrow this apartment, um, this home. I've been through a lot in this home. A lot has happened here. I've moved through a lot. I've went through a lot of dark nights of the soul here. I've done a lot of transformation here. I absolutely love this apartment for as much as I pay and how big it is. It's phenomenal, but it also is becoming not to my standards, aside from the leak. It's an old building. There's just dirt. You can't get out of it. The fact that I have carpets and I'm constantly shampooing them and it's a never-ending battle. And, and, and to the simple fact that um, you know, my self-worth has risen, my standards are raising, and they are not keeping up on their invest investment. And for a few years now, that's really started to bother me. Like, why wouldn't you have pride in this place that you own and keep up on making it be the best it can be? And for the first time in my life, I've actually wanted to buy a home. And I never really cared about that before. But after witnessing how they just let things go and get more destroyed and how much I, my worth has risen to where I know I deserve nice things around me and I expect that and this is no longer in a vibrational match, with how much healing I've done and how much I've raised my vibration is that I can start feeling the, the friction um, in that, right? So it's starting to become unbalanced in a sense or not in harmony or resonance. So it makes sense that things would start going wrong because of where my vibration is, especially after the juice cleanse and where this is being held. It's on two different planes and I've talked about this in past episodes as well as the law of vibration is when you raise yourself raise your vibration you're now parallel to the lower vibration and unless you lower yourself they, they can't cross so there's going to be a natural parting of ways right and I can only do so much on my end to keep the vibration raised in this apartment and um so yeah, so back to I was convinced that what the findings I would have, because I just for fun wanted to look up what's the spiritual significance of water entering your home. And this is what I'm going to read to you what I found. So um, it says, in some culture, water leaks are seen to have spiritual meaning. They may represent the Release of pent-up emotions within your home, which could be true on that. I will say with that because a lot has happened here, but I've also done a lot of sound baths here, a lot of healing, a lot of energetically cleansing of the space. So this could be a last pop to maybe, I will give this, like shift the energy enough that I do continue to live here and um, the energy of the home is now meeting me at my level of energy. So it's raising its vibration on its own. Um, or even a greater life transition is occurring. I've had a lot of changes. If you listen to the last episode, I've had a lot of changes this past year, a lot of great changes. I'm moving in a completely different direction than I have been. Stuff is shifting rapidly and raising, and it's phenomenal. It's amazing. And, and the fact that towards the end of last year that I'm having these seeds planted, that maybe my time is up here and that 
even my location of where I live is going to be shifting, not necessarily out of Los Angeles, but out of this space that I've lived in. I've lived in this apartment now uh, going on 10 years, and I've lived in this building for going on uh, 12 years. So it'll be 12 years in June that I've lived on this street in this building, 10 years in this exact apartment. So things could be shifting on that level. It also says on the brighter side, water has long been seen as a sign of luck and wealth, according to many traditions. In feng shui, water can also symbolize prosperity, career success, and water leaking into your house could be interpreted as abundance of good fortune coming your way. Now, I will say the fortune has not been coming my way um, since I left my steady income back in 2021 and have ventured off to uh, construct the life that I've always wanted. So that has been, and I've talked about it in past episodes as well, quite a fucking challenge and has brought me into spaces and places into myself that needed clearing, but has been one hell of a fucking ride to get through. So if that's the symbol of my second bedroom being flooded, that the fortune is now coming and the career is now fully going to be is taking off at this moment because I've been busting my fucking ass for over 20 years, then let the water fucking flow into this apartment. Okay? I'll take it. Um and then it says there is an old spiritual belief that water leaks in a home can mean spiritual cleansing. The idea is that like a baptism of sorts, spiritual cleansing and renewal are occurring when you have a leak. And that would make sense piggybacking off of the deep inside cleansing that I did seven days prior to as within, so without the spiritual cleansing is now symbolizing in the outer part and showing up in my home, cleansing all of it. So I don't look as this being bad luck. I look at it as being a symbol of renewal, change, cleansing. I've been doing... In uh, the peyote ceremonies, I have to do a blessing of the water. And I've really been connecting with water on a really cool level. And ever since one of the past episodes that I did um, about water, you can go back and listen to that. It's, it's towards the end of middle to the end of last year. Um, and this really deep connection of water, which I'm going to dive into again in a future episode. And I might bring Brenda back on for that one because through these channelings of blessing of the water in the middle of the peyote ceremonies, some really beautiful information has come through. Even more. So, yeah, I'm... I don't feel like this has been bad luck and anyone could look at my life the last, you know, since Thursday and been like, what? This girl is having a really hard time. And really, like, am I, though? Am I having a really hard time? 
or am I having a perfectly constructed time for the teachings and the blessings and the cleansings that needed to come in? I'm going to leave on this note. I pulled the tarot card um, right before I pressed play or record, I should say, on this. And I pulled the Five of Cups. I love tarot so much and the symbology of the cards. So the Five of Cups is shown here of a, of a, of a person looking at three cups that have fallen over and is dwelling over these three cups. And behind this person is two cups that are upright and are said to be full. Two blessings, two gifts, two things waiting. But they're so focused on the cups that have spilt, the cups that are empty, the cups that are knocked over, they're completely missing the blessings behind them. And I felt like this card was the perfect symbology for like the roller coaster that I've went through the past weekend and the teaching that has come through so hardcore that these cups in front of me, this drama, this string of bad luck is not bad luck at all because the blessings and the teachings that have come behind it, the blessings that are waiting, right? The abundance that's right behind me is there if I just stop the dwelling of what's perceived to be wrong over here and just turned over here and picked up the two cups and walked joyfully into this new segment of life. So there you go. Thank you so much for watching and listening, and we will talk with you all again very soon.